Oh, shoot. I'm recording. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Slow with the Wigglies. I am your host, Rachel Batson. Guys, I have been procrastinating so much on making another episode of this podcast. Um, which sucks because it's something I really wanted to do for myself. It's not that I'm necessarily worried that, you know, my friends are just waiting on the next one. It's just... Like, I wanted to do this. I wanted to make this podcast, and I wanted to keep up with it. I thought that, you know, I would have so much to say, so I would have to make so many episodes. But, man, whenever I I click record, I start talking, I go on a tangent, and then I delete it because I'm like, there's no point of this, or I messed something up. And, you know, it's hard because I don't, really plan out what I'm going to talk about and like I could but at the same time I kind of want it to be genuine and realistic I want it to really I guess come from me come from whatever comes up in my head because I don't I don't want it to seem scripted I don't want to be sort of acting or like planning out what I'm going to say I'd rather just you know go with the flow but that's hard to do when you have ADHD and you just kind of spiral into a certain topic and then realize that (laughs) that you shouldn't have gone there and you delete it all. Um, But I have to stop procrastinating and I should really push myself to get this done. Um, So I recently have had a, a lot of stress a lot of change, a lot of confusion with life, and I feel like now's the the best time to make an episode because I can talk about it all. Um, so I'm not sure if I'm going to get into the stories that I guess resulted in the making of this episode, but um. I think I'm going to read you guys two poems that I've written. Um, One of them is incomplete because I started it yesterday and then I I was kind (laughs) of too exhausted to really finish it, but I think it both of these will will lead to me having a topic to talk about. Um, So let me find the first one. These, these are kind of going to be some sensitive topics for me. I know whoever is listening may have concerns or they may not care about what these poems are going to talk about, but I'm, I'm being kind of raw, you know, I'm being honest. So, so yeah, I like, I hope you like them. Um, this is the first one that I made. I made it, um, I think I made it in January but I'm not really sure. Anyway, it doesn't have a title, but I'll, I'll, just, I'll just start saying it, okay? <laughs> I'm okay when I wake up in the morning. I immediately check my phone. I'm okay when I'm watching TV, even if I'm on my own. I'm okay when I go to work. I keep myself very busy. I'm okay when I see my friends, knowing that they've missed me. I'm okay when I'm in the shower, And when I get dressed for the day, I'm okay when I'm creating art or really any time my focus is astray. I feel fine when I'm not eating much. 
I feel fine when I watch the pounds drop. I feel fine when I forget to clean and when I watch the dishes pile up. I feel fine when I haven't exercised or when I stay in bed all day. I feel fine when my clothes are dirty and I wear them anyway. I feel fine when I'm dehydrated and a cup of coffee fills me up. I don't need water or a bite to eat. I pour more coffee in my cup. I feel fine when my bladder is hurting and I put off going to pee. I feel fine just ignoring myself and neglecting my basic human needs. I feel fine with being self-destructive. I feel fine watching myself slip. I feel fine with a million distractions so I don't have to acknowledge any of it. I feel fine when I forget to brush my teeth, let alone my hair. I just read a book or paint a picture and call it self-care. I yearn for a week or month or year to just go off by myself. I'd leave my phone and friends at home. There would be nobody else. I'd throw away all of my things until I'm finally forced to delve. Deep into the abyss where my hurting ego lies, I'd give it love and nourishment instead of starvation in disguise. I'd pluck all of my feathers until the scale finally tips. I'd feel my heart lifting as I enter a state of bliss. I'd chip away the calcification until my heart is like brand new. I'd love myself with such a pure love, the only love that can be true. And when I truly love myself, I'd finally come back home. I'd give my love to everyone and still feel perfectly whole. But for now, this is only a dream to me. It lives inside my mind. I'm able to make it my reality. I just haven't found the time. Tomorrow I go to work again. Spring semester is pending arrival. My friends are calling my phone again and I'm tossed back in the cycle. So that's the first one. The second one isn't nearly as long. Um, And it also doesn't have a title, but it goes, I'm afraid for my future. I'm upset with my past. And the present just seems to move way too fast. I try to hold on to the present and go along with the ride. Yet I look at others who are older than me and I wonder how they survived. Life is moving so quickly, it's pulling me through. I'm a dog on a leash that's being dragged into loops. What do I do? Everyone around me seems to have it all together. They live in a way like they'd be happy living forever. It's just going way too fast for me. I can't catch a break. I second guess every decision I do or don't make. Is this a problem? Should I seek help? Or am I creating a problem to feel sorry for myself? If it isn't a problem and I let it go, will it actually go away? Or will it continue to linger until I've had all I can take? How can I even begin to heal the shadow inside of me? I tell myself that I forgive myself. Why is that so hard to believe? So that's the end of that one, even though it's not entirely finished. Um, It's something I started last night. But the major themes with these poems is I've... I've been struggling, honestly. And it's confusing for me because I'm worried that I'm distracting myself from my problems, from my concerns, from the things that I'm going through by keeping myself busy with school and work and seeing friends, creating art. I'm keeping myself distracted and that's a concern for me because I might be ignoring a problem. But if I address the problem, what what if it turns out that I actually am just creating the problem for myself? Does that make sense? Like, 
sometimes when you think about an issue and you dwell on it, it it creates the problem. It keeps it there. So it makes me wonder, like, uh, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) You know? And in the first poem, I go really in depth about all of, all of the things that I've noticed in my life. Just just literally neglecting my basic human needs. Like not eating well and not hydrating, drinking coffee, um, putting off doing laundry or cleaning dishes, putting off showering, brushing my hair, things like that. Those are real things that I've noticed I've been neglecting in my life. And it sucks because they're they're such simple things. And I know I could just, I could fix all of it. But I'm just so tired from, from work and school and s- these big changes in my life that the idea of getting up and doing these things, even though they're so simple, it's so hard for me. And I I get nervous. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not sure what's making me feel this way. I'm not sure what changed everything. Somehow I just got here. And now, now life seems to be going so fast. It's like I need a chance to stop and breathe, but it's moving. You know, you try to stay in the present and stay grounded, stay in the moment. And that's what I've been trying to do. But when you live in the moment, one day you're going to you're going to think about it and you'll think about the the day before or a week before. And you'll realize that none of it feels real to you. None of it feels like it even happened, like it went by that quickly. And that's, I guess, scary for me to think about. Because when I do look at older people, it can be hard for me to understand how they made it. How they got to that age. And look, I'm not suicidal. I'm not going to hurt myself. But I think back back through all the things I've been through. And I'm like, do I have to do more of this? (laughs) Of course I do. Everyone has to go through more things. Life is never going to stop throwing little curveballs and changes at you. (laughs) Um, So what do you do? You You just stay in the moment. And one day you'll wake up and realize your life is over. I don't know how people make it. I don't know how my parents did college, did the jobs, got careers, and had that, you know, picture-perfect life. Of course, they have their struggles. They've had their struggles, and they have their struggles now, but I I don't get it. I go to work, and I see grown-ups, and when I say grown-ups, I mean, like, I don't know, late 20s and up. I am technically an adult. But I don't feel like one. I still feel like a high schooler that's, you know, a child. <laughs> but I look at them and they have their lives together. They're, they're adults who are working multiple jobs, doing classes. Like, they're doing everything. They come to work 
perfectly poised, like, seemingly happy. They do their job. And I'm like, how? How do you make it through being 19? I thought this was going to be a good year for me. You know, they warned me. (laughs) Like, I had friends who warned me that 19 was going to be, like, a rough year for me. And because of how 18 went for me, I felt like, like, 19 would be that magical year. Like, 18 was kind of stressful, but I did a lot of growing up, so I thought 19 was going to be my chance to, like, relax and to live. But no! So many things, so many more things happen, so many changes. And it's like, every time I look back on the past and the things I've been through, it's like, wow, things are so different. Like, if I compare this year to last year, last year to the year before that, or even this month to last month, this week to last week, it's like, wow, so much has happened. So much has changed. Am I going to have to go through this constant change, this quick movement throughout my life? Am I going to keep having to do that? And it's okay. I know that... I know that a lot of the reason I'm feeling a lot of the stress is because I've started to lose my attachment to things. And I I did that initially on purpose because I feel like my attachment to certain things is holding me back from, I guess, being my true self. And, sorry, just had to readjust the way I was sitting. Um, When I look at what I could do with my life, what I could do with the future, when I look at decisions, I've stopped seeing things so black and white so right and wrong, so good and bad. I've I've stopped seeing, I've stopped categorizing these things, you know? Everything, everything is a little bit of both. Everything is a little bit of everything. I can find the positives, I can find the negatives, I can find the neutrals. Everything has little aspects of everything, and I don't want to hold those attachments to thinking, one way or the other when it comes to jobs futures school uh, what i'm gonna eat for dinner any of these choices i've stopped seeing it as like there's a right choice because i realized that any choice i make can be a right choice i can make it into a right choice and that's my decision the problem is is There's still this anxiety aspect that I have, this instinct, this reflex that comes up when making these decisions. I could be having a conversation with somebody about the morality of something and still feel like like it's not one way or the other, that there is no inherent good or bad to it, that it is just a situation. You know, I can take that stance. But when it comes to my own life and my future, even though I could be a surgeon and be happy, I could own a food truck and be happy, I could join the Peace Corps and be happy, I could be a writer and be happy, I could do anything and be happy, my brain still like cuts in and is like, what if you make the wrong choice? Even though there is no wrong choice, that, uh, 
traumatized like shadow I have it's still trying to keep me from making a mistake and then I think about where I am right now and where I'm going and I'm like I have no idea what I'm doing because I could literally do everything I have no idea what I'm supposed to do if that makes sense I could pick anything and that's what makes it so hard to pick and I'm scared that that once I do pick something, it's going to end up being the wrong thing and then I'm going to regret it. And I'm tired of regretting things. There's so many times I, I look back and I'm like, why didn't I know that sooner? Why didn't I realize this sooner? Why didn't I change things sooner? And I, I sort of shame myself for not fixing or addressing certain aspects of my life in the past. And so now when I think about my future, I'm like, I need to make this as easy as possible so I don't have to regret anything or realize anything or change anything. I just want it all like laid out and planned so I have that security. But that's so much to like address. It's so much to handle. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because yesterday I kind of I guess I had some sort of panic attack or meltdown about it. Where I've just been having these hints, these thoughts, these little feelings that come up that tell me, like, is something wrong? Like, is there really something wrong with me? And I'm scared to talk to anyone about it because I don't want them to think I'm crazy. But part part of me feels like I'm losing touch with reality and things are becoming much more fluid to me rather than concrete and that's an understandable part of a spiritual journey because that's what I'm going through because part of spirituality is recognizing that the me that everybody knows is not truly me it's It's a me I've learned to be through domestication, through being taught things, through a reward and punishment system ever since I was born. The person I am, the personality I have, the the attachments, the agreements, the trauma, they're not me. They're just things that have been instilled in me and and taught to me and, and molded into me. Since the beginning of time. And recognizing that. Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, but that that's something you have to do when you become spiritual. And along with that is like recognizing that you need to be in the present moment. That when you're living in the past or the future, you're living at a time that doesn't actually exist. You're living in a time inside your head and you are not being in touch with reality. And while I'm being present, I I still have that loss of touch with, with reality, which can be a good thing in some ways. I guess it's a good thing that memories don't feel so real to me anymore because I'm not you know, putting myself in those shoes. I'm not 
reliving it in my head. That's why it's not going to feel real. But losing touch with reality is such a bizarre feeling. And to most people, it sounds like insanity. And I understand why, because we, we've all grown up and learned that diso- dissociation and losing touch with reality in that sense, um, we've learned that it's unhealthy, that it's mental illness, that there's something wrong with it. But I think depending on how it happens and how you use it and how you experience it, it can be a good thing. Because losing touch with reality is kind of what forces you to recognize that the reality you know is, isn't reality for you, if that makes sense. Like, learning that the culture, our language, the systems we live in, the place we live in, it has all been built up by everybody else, and it has nothing to do with you. You weren't just born in a random area of land to grow up on your own and do your own thing. And I'm not saying that that's a, that's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing that that I was born in uh, the 2000s and I grew up with this life. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But the world is so developed that everything I am learning is from things that everybody else is teaching me. It's not coming from me. So it, it's less personal. Anyway, not sure where I was going with that thought, but I think what I need to do is really try to focus on the fact that because I could make any decision, no decision is going to be a wrong decision. And I can do what I want to do with the decisions I make. If I if I decide something and I realize that it's not what I want, I can make a new decision. And I can do all these things in the present moment. And as far as the the aspects of my my personal life, my human body, and taking care of my needs, I'm going to start with one thing. I'm going to start with drinking water. I know it's so easy to think about all the things I've been neglecting. And my brain jumps to want to fix all of it. But I think it would be better to form one habit and then form another and another and so on. Because if I try to fix everything now, I'm going to give up. I'm going to realize I can't do it all at once and I'm going to give up on all of it. But if I start with water, then I can move on to eating. And I can move on to exercise and I can move on to cleaning. And I don't know what order, but I I know I'm going to start with water because that's something... I really have been uh, putting off and lacking. Every time I'm thirsty, I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll get up and get water in a second. And then I go all day without drinking it. But I can get up and make a cup of coffee like three times a day. Not the healthiest. But I feel clearer today. I feel more level-minded. I feel good. But that has been something I've been struggling with. And I don't know if it helps anybody to hear any of my rambles or my thoughts. But 
yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm kind of using this as a journal, so thanks for listening. Um, another thing I've I've noticed in my life is that I I'm sorry to all the guys that I have ever hurt. And not that I necessarily owe any of them an apology, but I've realized there have been so many situations where I've tried to get back up and get in a relationship. So many times I, I've i gotten close with a guy and I've started liking him. I've developed feelings and thought, you know, maybe it'll work out this time. But then the second it becomes real, the second we go on a date, the second we hang out, the the second it's brought up that they want to be in a relationship, I get scared. I get really scared and I have to explain to them, like, I'm not ready. And even with guys that I, I've told them straight, like, right away, right in the beginning, I'm not in any place for a relationship. They They end up thinking that they can change that and when they don't, they usually take it out on me. And I, I was thinking back, most of the guy friends I have like me or have liked me at some point. And a lot of them I've hurt, which sucks. It's never something I ever wanted to do. I always think that it's going to be different, that maybe it'll work and then it doesn't. And then I I feel like I should just give up and not try to seek out a relationship or not try my hand in one, but I don't want to miss out on the opportunity when I am ready. But how will I know when I'm ready if I don't try? What happens when I keep trying and I keep hurting people? I don't want to hurt people. (laughs) Life is weird, my guys. Work has been tiring. I worked four nights in a row last week. And I think that just kind of set me up with feeling exhausted for the remainder of the week. And then I worked Sunday night. And then I called out last night because I, I was breaking down. I was not in a good place and I have to go back to work tonight. I'm so tired. I don't know. I really wish I could have had a speaker or a guest or somebody on this to talk to because it would have made things more entertaining for those of you who do listen. But unfortunately, all all I have are me and my thoughts. So this is what you guys get, I guess. I appreciate you guys listening. I probably won't add anything to this. I don't think there's anything else I really, really need to say. But um, if, if I if I need to say anything else, if I think of anything, I'll add it before I post this. Um, but um, as always, thank you for going slow with the Wigglies with me, your host, Rachel Batson. Have a nice rest of your day, guys, and I'll see you next time.